All right, we're on for what actually, if I correct me if I'm wrong, guys, this is our last show um, prior what? to the start of the playoffs. Playoffs. Well, yeah, we got our last regular for the majority season for the majority of fantasy playoffs. Majority of fantasy. Playoffs. Remember, not every league gives out the six-team participation trophy. <laughs> oh man make you work for it <laughs> uh, all right well well for the majority of you this will be the uh final fantasy football preview prior to entering your playoff rounds here so with our with our penultimate i guess i don't know we, we can i don't know how many weeks we have left here so it, it could be our finale for all we know we'll see how things go but uh we have a, a cast of three this week and that, that's including your hosts. We got Mark Garlitz, Mr. Perfect Attendance, is here. Hi. Hi. I need a catchphrase. You do. You don't got nothing. Work on that. Yep. Um, Seth is here. Hello. And conveniently for the yeah, I don't have a catchy catchphrase like that. <laughs> no catchphrases. It's all right. We'll we'll that's we'll work on that in the off season. Um, maybe if we get back on video, we can all do some daps or whatever. Join Cam Newton's craze, something like that. Um, yeah, but then last but not least, conveniently for the second time this season after going down to me uh, in, in defeat, Max Parker decides not to show up. He did submit, to his credit, some talking points that we'll go throughout, go over throughout the show. But yeah, um, we're, we're missing you, Max. Uh, it's sad when you can't like be on the show and gloat to the person that you beat and, and whatnot. It's not fun. Not fun. At all. It takes away some, you know, some of the joy of. I, I, to my credit, this was I don't not really my credit. This was actually pretty terrible. <laughs> it was my first. I started the season five and one, and that was my first win since uh, being five and one, and I'm now six and six. So it was nice to get off the Schneid and back in the win column and feel like I can actually host a fantasy football podcast. Like I have some legitimate, you know, credit to be able to do something like this. But whatever. We're here. Guys, how do you feel going into your playoffs, uh, into the playoffs? I know, Seth, I think you're you're pretty much locked at this point. Is that the case? Yeah, I'm pretty much locked in. I still, you know, I would I prefer to get a, a, a bye and, you know, rest up my players a little bit. But because I'm pretty banged up. Uh, had Gronkowski go down, you know, Le'Veon Bell, so... It's uh, I'm gonna make it. I just I, I think I'm gonna just limp in there. So it's all right. Well, it's you know a better position to be in than the other two people on this podcast for sure. Um, Mark, I know we're sitting here. You're seven and five. Yeah, uh, I'm six and six. Both of us are in a situation where uh, a win gets us in, um, and losing essentially writes us off. So, mm, I can I can lose and still get in. I just you can help. you're in a, a slightly better position. I I got I'm a little at, at 500. I'm a little uh, trouble. You know, a win I have to have to win because um, I don't think there's any situation that sees me going in at six and seven. But you uh, you know a win would be nice for you and certainly lock things down. A loss points would have to be of some assistance to you. If that is, am I right there? Yes. So um, how are you looking? But I'm not worried about it. My team is gritty and battle tested. Lots of KG veterans on on the roster. Um, talent, not so much. I've had to get by with mostly smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I would liken my team to last year's Florida State team, defending champion, as I am. Just to remind you too, <laughs> coming back with like the bullseye on my back. 
I don't quite have it, but somehow I keep just, just like Jameis did last year, just keep eking them out, <laughs> staying in there, like, just get in the playoffs, and you know, like then the winning instinct will kick in. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally <laughs> fair. I once I get. No, I should have had looking at my roster now. Uh, I don't know. I I got a, a bunch of scrappy guys, guys that. You know, they, they go out there and earn their pay on, on Sundays. Um, some that have struggled. My season really can be summed up by, by one player on my team, and I think that's Eddie Lacy. Uh, you know, yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in essence, you know, a guy that didn't really get off to a good start. I, I did get off to a good start, but, um, you know, Lacy did as well. He had one good game and just went quiet for about 11 weeks. Um, and is now turning it on, and I, my team, you know, turns it on at the right time and keeps my play. I basically needed to win our last two games here this past week and upcoming week, so, um, and really have been able to do that on the back of Lacey, who finally put together back-to-back 100-yard performances this season. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be a an interesting – it's going to be an interesting week, that's for sure. We're deep enough in the season now where I can look back at some of the decisions I've made I've had to start some really bad players. Yep. Uh, I started, I think I've started Matt Jones five times. I started Antonio Andrews like four times. Um, and Jeremy Hill on the games, he doesn't play well. <laughs> that's a necessity. That's the saddest thing. You know if what's I had crazy? made some cagey trades to pick up Hilton and Bryant, yeah. I'd be a you dead did. man. You did? So, um, I, my quarterback has been the position that's sort of seen the most um, fluctuation, if you will. I, I drafted Sam Bradford, you know, stuck with him for a while, thought it would work out. I had confidence that things would go right there. Um, ended up backing into a trade with you, I think it was, Mark, part of that T.Y. Hilton trade. I oh, got yeah. Peyton Manning and rode him for two weeks while he was doing all right and then um, had one really terrible performance. I was like, that, that's got to cut cut my losses there. and. Worked out another trade and, and landed Derek Carr, uh, but also have stream started twice now. Brian Hoyer uh, on my team, so think about that for a minute. Did you love Hoyer? I don't know what it is. I just kept kept finding myself going back to him. Um, didn't you know it worked out all right this week? He was going up against the the worst defense in the in football. Uh, still got me thirteen points, two touchdowns, but only two hundred and five yards. Turns out I would have been better if I left the, either Hoyer or I'm sorry, either Alex Smith or Derek Carr in. Um, and my game would have been much less of a going down to Monday night with the kicker uh, situation, but it worked out. Things happened the way they did, and I can move on and live to fight another week. So here we are. Week 13. So I guess we'll get you started like we typically do here with some injury news and notes, and uh, two that sort of stuck out right away to me. Um, You know, Romo going down again, he rebroke that collarbone. And the funny thing there is that they haven't put him on IR yet. So they're looking ahead. They think they still have a shot at the playoffs, I guess, at 2-8 at and eight yeah, or 3-8 or whatever Yeah, I guess, I guess technically they, they do. They're only two games back. Um, yeah. But, you know, they, they haven't put him out on IR, but they, he's, he's done for the regular season at the very least. Um, and then a, the same injury, Josh McCown went down on Monday night. So uh, all the talk about, you know, Johnny Manziel getting demoted to – third string last week and here he could be starting it they haven't made a decision it could be austin pettis making the start davis. for cleveland or davis. Dave, i'm sorry davis 
making the start for Cleveland on uh, next Sunday, but um, I God knows. Do, do they go with Johnny? I don't want to start this talk again, but do they go with Johnny? What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why? I mean, did Pettis seem that bad in his limited? I don't know. Pettis is catching on. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, he seemed like he was he was just. No, he's okay. He is what he is, though. He's Brett and Favre. He's better than Brett Favre. Well, he went to the same school, Southern Miss, and, and Favre broke was all, him the next broke, Brett Favre. Yeah, broke all Favre of Brett records. Who would um, you rather have right now, starting as your quarterback, Brett Favre or Austin Pettis? Austin Pettis. <laughs> I don't even know if Austin Pettis is a quarterback <laughs> anyway, so I think I'll take Favre. Uh, yeah. Austin Davis? I don't know. I, I Austin don't know. Davis, sorry. Austin Davis is like a scrappy backup. But I, I don't know. You got fired anyway. You might as well see if you're going to cut bait on. Here's one: Manziel. Brett Favre he or Brock not, Osweiler. Uh, not Brock Osweiler. <laughs> How do we feel about Brock don't Osweiler, guys? We're having this conversation. All right, I we'll save it for later. Then I, I I do want to run through and because this one next one directly applies to your both of your fandom. Uh, ben went out. He took himself out on um, Sunday with the concussion situation there. Uh, um, said he, if it was any other injury, he would have played through it, but it was his brain and he didn't want to risk it. And just having finished the book concussion, uh, I am completely with him. I understand it. So what, what's the, what's well, the talk up there? What's up? Well, first of all, I'm in a weird position because I didn't see any of this game. Cause I was at another like real life game. Um, I know he was concussed, but it's not like if he was diagnosed with a concussion, like you can't choose to come back in. That's the protocol, right? He self-diagnosed, and I think they probably let him. I, I don't remember. Well, how's that possible? They have spotters, like for that very purpose. How can he right. self-diagnose with a concussion? If you know, you can know. I mean, yeah. If you got your bell rung, you can tell you got. Your bell. Mean, how can how can they know, or how can he know, and the team doctors not know? Uh, because you are inside of yourself. So you you, you know exactly. I mean, but no, if he doesn't come back in, what's he saying? Like, uh, my stomach hurts or something. Like, uh, there, has, there has to be some reason why he didn't come back in the game. So, do what's you think it's something more? No, it's just how. Like, how can you just check himself out with a concussion? Like, the doctors would have to know. I I don't. I think he checked himself out. Like, okay, it'd be like me having like symptoms of like a heart attack. So then I go to the emergency room and say, Hey guys, can you check me out? So, I mean, it was that symptoms of a concussion that he was experiencing and that he wasn't exhibiting like on the field. It wasn't like he was like disoriented or something like that. He just, he maybe was having trouble processing information, maybe sensitivity to light. Maybe, you know, he was, you know, nauseated, something like that. And then he was just like, Hey, I want to go get this checked out. I'm taking myself out. Can you check me out? Like, I don't see what's so hard about like understanding mm-hmm. how he could do that. Well, all right. I don't want to get too hung up on this. It's just like they have very specific doctors that should be like watching for that. Okay. I implore you to, that read. was the whole, that was the whole, like the whole um, case Keenum thing. Like you're yeah. supposed to be aware when a player is like concussed. But sometimes symptoms are, silent symptoms that only you could see like yes as an outside observer there are 
there are certain keys to look for, but then there's also like, how can you tell if somebody's sensitive to light? Right. You really can't. I mean, you would only be able to determine that based on yourself. You know, how would you determine someone's having chest pains? You know, yeah. but you would go for the protocol and you wouldn't get them back in any way. And I think it was, you know, out of reach. The game was out of reach, and they were just like, okay, you know, let's err on the side of caution. As far as what his availability is next week, um, Mark, do you know? They're saying that he he should be uh, ready. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Okay. So, um, elsewhere, though, there's some big running back news in in, uh, Arizona. Uh, Chris Johnson has a knee injury. Uh, had a limp on Monday, and Ellington is out with turf toe right now. Um, so it looks like both aren't going to go. So, Mark, if you're looking for a running back, David Johnson could be on your list. Quick, he is, quickly rising up to he'll be going, but one on their depth chart. Yeah, I'm too far down the waiver wire to get him, though, unfortunately. Fair. And you are hurt because at that position because of Bradshaw? Is that is that what I'm hearing? No, just general lack of talent, period. General lack of talent. Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. Nobody's so, every week. <laughs> so Bradshaw, uh, for those who don't know, recently, I believe it was today, it might have been Monday, late Monday, wrist surgeries out for the year. Um, Colts gave carries to Dan Heron, so he's worth a look in, in deeper leagues. Carlos Williams has a shoulder injury, but should be ready for this week. Um, other positions, wide receiver Alan Hearns, concussion, could miss time. Uh, Richard Matthews, the Dolphins, has a chest injury and is likely out for this week. Um, so Devontae Parker is a, a good pickup there. As Seth mentioned, Gronkowski, uh, knee bruise, so he avoided the, the dreaded tear and is not done for the year and is week-to-week. But in the interim, that means Scott Chandler will get added looks. Jimmy Graham, on the other hand, tore his patella uh, oh. and is out for the season. So that, that's huge. Does anyone think that. maybe that's a little bit of, uh, you know, Bill Belichick trickery? You know, if he was really out for the year um, with a torn ACL, do you think they would be willing to disclose that? You know what I mean? Just and for the NFL cycle. NFL rules say they have to. Have to. Uh, they have to. It's, okay. it's, it is murky doesn't because mean they that could. They... They could squeak around <laughs> it and like pay the fine or whatever it is. No, it's not even that. They could be a little more like obtuse about like what's wrong with him. Like it's a serious strain, you know. Eh. <laughs> I don't think that's the case know. though. I think he'll come back. It's just a question of motivation. Yeah, I and it, if you don't know, know if he play this week, but I mean, like, wh- why risk it? Yeah, if he's gone, then you're screwed in the playoffs. I mean, you're getting a first round by. You're definitely getting the playoffs. Just take a week, see how he looks. Yeah, and I mean, you're the perfect record idea. Not that they care about it anyway. Uh, it's already done oh, now care. at this point. Yeah, I know they, they do. really cared about that. Of course they do. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're already. Um, it's already you got that loss in the column. One loss in the loss column. So, I mean, it's not like you're still fighting to keep that alive. So why not just take the week off? Plus, they have a winnable game. Um, yeah, they do. Uh, they, you know, it's fair. Although I don't know I, how big is the news that the Pete Morelli's crew got lauded, launched off of your game Sunday night and placed on top of the Pats and Eagles game. That's that's some big news. Um, yeah, talk a little more about that. Morelli, 
So the, yeah. is the whole situation with the Cardinals and Bengals, the just god-awful officiating from the previous Monday night game? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anyone that watched that game, you know it was terrible. Um, just missed call after missed call slash just ugh, pretty, pretty um, you know, just, just disgusting and a really bad situation for the game. Um, so they not knowing how to punish referees decided the best move was to take him off of a Sunday night game where he was in the national spotlight and move him to a lesser game. So that lesser game ended up being the Eagles and Patriots. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what else there is to say about that other Good than on. the NFL needs to figure out what the hell to do. So Goodell's setting up the hit squad for Brady. That's what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, so that it's it's just interesting. But other injury news: uh, Marshawn Lynch is going to see an abdomen specialist uh, for Ooh. that injury. Thomas Rawls is obviously still in there. Um, Kendrick West's hamstring strain. Spencer Ware looked good in his replacement uh, in his place, but West could be back on the field this week. Matthews, Ryan Matthews, uh, speaking of the Patriots and Eagles game, hasn't been cleared yet. Um, from the concussion he suffered. So I guess expect to see more of Murray and Sproles, but in the same, at the same time, uh, Zach Ertz, who had a much more, you know, visible and obvious concussion after uh, that huge hit, um, not the Detroit game, but the week before, um, he is, he cleared the concussion protocol and will be back. And other concussion news, um, Devontae Freeman is looking like he'll be back this week as well. Um, and other concussion news, I finished the book. I think I said that already, but it was a much a highly recommended read. So go out there and get it. And that's my plug for them for the, the week. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Brock Osweiler, let's talk about him because Peyton Manning could, you know, potentially be healthy. Is he? You, you didn't want to talk about him, Mark, but... Well, well I didn't want to talk about him. You compared him to, like, Brett Favre. I don't want to have that... <laughs> But all right, let's let's go the um, Peyton Manning to Brock Osweiler. If a healthy Manning is is an actual thing, who are you starting? Uh, probably Manning, honestly. Like that seems a little against the grain. But we don't have enough information about Osweiler yet. Do you trust him in a playoff game? I mean, you don't know more in about two weeks because I don't think Manning's gonna be healthy for a couple more games. Do you trust Manning in a playoff game? Yeah. Yeah, he's like one of the worst playoff records beating brady in the playoffs okay he's beating brady in the playoffs but he's also lost to brady in the playoffs he's beating brady in the playoffs all right uh, you go and you go ahead and keep talking because i'm going to find out what manning's playoff record is well it's not great i mean i'll readily admit that but it's better based on based on what we've seen so far i don't know how like i oh it's tough like, I, I know Manning is Manning. I mean, when you boil it down to to that, um, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game that we've ever seen. Um, obviously not healthy this year. Brock just, I don't know. He looks like right now he can manage the game better. Well, that's exactly it. He, he is a game manager. Look at his stats right now. Uh, a, a very concerning 666 passing yards, 61 percentage. <laughs> Completion, four touchdown versus two interceptions. 
over two starts and some mop-up work. Um, let's not dip his head in bronze quite yet. <laughs> no, I, I just think, you know, as far as who are you going to trust to make throws whenever you need them, Manning or Brock? I'm still willing to give Manning the benefit of the doubt. I know his arm is shot, but he's also hurt. If you can heal up, which that's not a given. Like, that's a whole different argument. Yeah. But if you can get healthy and play like the last two games of the season, I'd rather have him. Especially if you're going to New England. So what what they're saying on Manning uh, is that Brock will likely start the rest of the season. So if, I mean... Manning's not they, coming back. I think that's... What are, what are they now, Ted? Nine and two? Yeah. Ten and one? Something like that? Nine and two? So, I mean, say they finish the season... 13 and 3. Brock's led them to what a 6 and 1 record. Yeah, he'd start the playoff game, no he'd doubt. Start the playoff game. So, this might be moot because I, th- I don't know if Manning's going to come back. Right. At least this year. Crazy. I mean, he says he wants to play, so well, it's going to be interesting to watch, but it's crazy stuff. Um I want to go to something that Max wanted to talk about, and that it's that it's time to panic. And we sort of talked about this last week, and it's time to panic in Green Bay. Um, I mean, I you know, oh my gosh, how do we how do we feel about this? Uh-huh. They're the wide receivers are P A junk. I the wide receivers are junk. They can't run. They can't separate from their D backs. Um. Here's the most terrifying thing of all. Like, not everything's reduced to a gambling line, but I looked at the Thursday night game, which is Green Bay and Detroit. It's in Green Bay, and the spread is three. Like, that's just, like, the flat tax for home field advantage. It's basically... Yep. Uh, Those two teams are neck and neck in the eyes of the degenerates. Uh, I will gladly take that. I will gladly take Green Bay straight up. No way. I'm I'm way in the cooter right now. I I like what you're doing. Jim Bob. He's a good coordinator, and I like, I like his offense. I like watching them. That's crazy. I think they're fun. Their core, their running back situation is like just so odd. They, I mean, they just basically stream the three of them. It's it's tough. It's like New Orleans. Remember New Orleans last couple of years? Yeah. Like you have one, lots of air quotes coming, but like one power back, one like shiftier back, and then just one crappy one that like sucks up some of the carries. Like that's. That was perfected by uh, New Orleans, mm-hmm. like Abdullah's Pierre Thomas, or yeah, we we'll, we'll do that Pierre Thomas, and then there's like Ingram, and then there's like this little scat back that does stuff too. That's Riddick. Yeah, it's effective. It's crazy. It, I mean, whatever you know, they've it's a tale of two halves of the season for that team so far, and it's been kind of cool to watch, even if I'm it kind wasn't of the expense of the Eagles last week. Abdullah this week. I think they're finally starting to figure out how to use him. Yeah. I mean, his, his carries, he led the team in carries this week. Um, yeah, not that, that's something you want to trend up. Do you have a coordinator that actually knows what he's doing? Yeah. Could do worse. Yeah. <laughs> could, be worse. <laughs> could, could be worse. You could be, say, the Atlanta Falcons who are trending the other way. Yeah, that's. I mean. Who, who are you more worried about now? Atlanta Falcons or Green Bay? Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta man. Atlanta for sure. I don't know if they're going to win again this year. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? I mean, 
the, I think Max actually pick. Max actually pointed this out really early on in the season is that if you look at their what was it five and zero oh, six and six and one start four all four four of their first five wins were entirely against the NFC East. So I I depending on what your opinion is of the NFC East, which if you're like every NFL analyst or even fantasy analyst or amateur fantasy analyst like we are. Um, you know that the NFC East is terrible. Um, so I mean, it was it was close wins against the Eagles and Giants. They barely beat uh, the Redskins in you know at home. Uh, it took a pick six, a walk off pick six, essentially. Uh, not not essentially, it was in overtime. Um, the thirty nine twenty eight game against the Cowboys in Week Three that the Brandon Whedon led Cowboys. It was a shootout. Uh, and then a, a blowout win against the Texans. They lost to the Titans. Saints and then barely beat the Titans. So I mean, yeah, you don't have to sell me. I think they're they're toast. That's that's junk. Now they lost four in a row. They got Tampa. On they have the Carolina road. again. Carolina twice to close out the season. That's twice. <laughs> so they got them. They got Carolina next. Not this week. Next week. Then they go to Jacksonville and then they get Carolina at home. And then they close out against the Saints. I, I'm with you, Mark. I don't know if they win another game. Yeah, that's a little dramatic. I think, but they have they look like seven and nine. They really do. It's crazy. So, what about this? Is me now just running through Max's talking points because he was saying he sells the entire Atlanta organizations because they sink. Um, so, Tony Romo is out again. Um, which means mm-hmm. Matt Castle comes back. Uh, um, do you have any faith in the Cowboys? Do you start no. anyone other than Dez? Do you even start um, Dez? Yeah, you have to start Dez. I mean, what's the floor with Dez? He's like, he's a decent receiver. I, I think he's always startable. Fair. I mean, um, he's like a Hopkins kind of situation. They're always going to want to feed him the ball. McFadden's no been who okay. the quarterback is. And McFad- McFadden's been all right. He's gimpy. Yeah, I was going to say, that's uh, been a little bit of a surprise of the season is how good he's been playing. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, how healthy I, he's staying. Yeah, how healthy he's staying. And I wanted to, wanted to find out who, uh, like, what the best running back at, after um, Joseph Randall's departure because you really can't just look at overall with him because there was that timeshare, and especially early on in the season, like first mm-hmm. four or five weeks, he, Randall was getting a majority of the carries, so he's had a pretty productive season since he got the the start. But yeah, and that, I mean that's good for it. Wasn't he? He's on a one year deal because of the injury. I think that was. I, I'd have to go back and look, but I think it was a one year deal. So I mean, if he's playing for a contract, he's doing a nice job of it for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's some good parts there, so I, I don't think that you sell everything in Dallas necessarily. You don't you're you're not starting their quarterback. Um, hopefully, by God, uh, by golly. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Dez and McFadden, they two solid pieces at least. Um, you're not starting. Uh, oh God, Beasley. Matt, Seth, who was all over Beasley. Hey, he, had a touchdown. <laughs> he had a touchdown last week, Jerk Juan. He Ten did. points. That's did. pretty he, respectable. He did. So, <laughs> so I don't know. He, this what, his second touchdown of the year or something like that? Third touchdown? Yeah, like that. 
something. He's, he's trending upwards. That's all yeah. that matters. <laughs> Finally getting involved in the offense. Uh, so maybe, God, you know, who knows? Um, and one last team to look at, um, both from a regular football and fantasy football perspective, is, you know, let me ask the question. Is Matt Hasselback worth a, a start at fantasy football quarterback? No, absolutely no. not. not the really. Steelers are going to expose – how old Matt Castle is. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. All right. Well, how do you feel about him as a regular quarterback Quarterback for this team? 4-0. They don't have a choice because Luck's not coming back. I don't care about all this 100% talk. <laughs> I'm 100% sure Andrew Luck's not 100%. They're, hold on a second. They're 4-0 with Matt Castle or Matt Hasselbeck. That they are. Yep. Wow, they're about to be four and one. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> Here he comes. Do it. Get uh, in there. I'm trying. I really want to bust him out. Really, we're not going to have Max for entertainment. We need <laughs> Bergson. Oh, man. So, Hassel yeah, that's Max a coming off man. of a 20 point performance 315 yards, two touchdowns. He's thrown two picks, but those were both against Atlanta. In his other three games, he's Two, four, six, seven touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, 15 points per game. I don't know. Is it? It's, 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 he's got Pittsburgh this week. Yeah, tough matchup. The following three weeks, though, Jacksonville, Houston, Miami. I don't know. Don't you just want a little more upside with your starting quarterback, though? I mean, you do. You plug a guy in the lineup and say, like, man, I hope he breaks just I want fifteen points, no more, no less. <laughs> just nice and safe, that's slow fair. and steady. That's that's very fair. There's you know, there's definitely no sense of uh rushing threat there. Um, it's just not fun. Know. There's either. nothing. Who are his wide receivers? T. Y. Hilton? Hilton's been okay. Really? Good game last week. Both Moncrief broke a hundred. Yeah, Monk. But I mean, those wide receivers aren't like you know, <laughs> top of the the echelon of uh, of the NFL. So it's not like he has like I don't know. Let me think. like I, I think like New York's wide receivers are a lot better than Indy's. Like you know, Odell Beckett Jr., Ruben Randall, um, oh, Victor Cruz, but out <laughs> <no>, so. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, they are what they are. They're eight and eight, nine and seven. AFC South winners. They. Or do you think? It goes I don't to think Houston? so anymore. Texans. I'm leaning Houston. Hoyer going to lead the way. Hail Hoyer. I want Yates back. You want Yates back? I want Yates you back. Want Yates back. That's so that's going to be not... what another concussion for Hoyer or something. I'm just waiting for ineffectiveness to set in. He's already on bench once. Yeah, he did. Crazy. So I don't. There are a lot know. of like good, um, like you're gonna know where you stand type games this week. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of like serious playoff implications going on here. Yeah, starting with that game up in uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts. On that one too. You know, <laughs> a lot of meaning in that one. Hey, that's Super Bowl Thirty Nine rematch. It is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, 
I don't want to get into. I'm not going to open up the bird's nest or land in the bird's nest or anything. Oh, come on. That's my favorite segment. But <laughs> I was look at McNabb's expense. Let me sneak that in and you can make your point. I was thinking, like, McNabb's going to be watching that game like in his home or in his jail. Is he in jail now for those DRIs? Or just... 17 days. I think he has 18 days. He might still be okay. there. A... <laughs> but he's going to start, like, vomiting and he's not going to know why. <laughs> that's fair. I, New England's hurt. I mean, they could get Edelman back. They, they oh, come on, have Amendola. You know, Gronk's out. What do they have on offense? Well, Garrett Blunt and and uh, Brandon Bolden. Right, keep going. You're, you're Keyshawn off to Martin. They have Tom Terrific. Tom Brady. Terrific. You know, and that's yeah. all that matters. He took a Boots, bunch of the, the Uggs wearing uh, quarterback. Oh, come on. Keep spinning this. You're, you're doing a good job. Let me nudge you a little more. Patriots don't need this game. Philadelphia yeah, does. So no. then there's yeah, motivation. They you got you can... a, quarter... just you take a quarterback it with an agenda. Didn't you guys just lose the agenda. Lions? Like, we not did. just a little bit lose. But that's like... the Jim Bob Cooter-led Lions. So that's, <laughs> that's, a different, that's, that's a different Lions like... team. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting Cooters. Those are the fighting Cooters. <laughs> so I don't know. Last time I... Sanchez was in Foxborough. I think that was the 2010 divisional divisional playoff game, right? Yeah, I don't know if he starts though. I think Bradford Sanchez. gets back in. Oh, then I'm out. You're I'm out. not winning that game. <laughs> no. right. That was the only angle I had to work. I had the Sanchez angle, and that's it. That's it. I don't know. What we'll knows my hopes are my hopes are so low that you know anything below getting or anything above getting like blown out 59 to 14. Rob happy. Is- is there is there any uh, truth to Tennessee trading for Chip? <laughs> I I haven't heard that. So, no. What no. is Tennessee going to take a second round pick along with Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ugh. Stop it. Um. No. From what I've heard is that you know there's there's one good source uh, to a local blogger here who. Um, talked about the possibility that you know the sides could amicably split ways at the end of the year. Um, Are you the local blogger? I'm not the local blogger. Uh-huh. So it's another local blogger. I'll um, think of the grain of, grain of salt then. Yeah. So I, you know, we'll see. I don't know. He's he, as far as what he's Kelly talked to like the players today or yesterday or something and said he's here and as long as they have him here, he'll be here. So there's no truth to. Any college rumors or anything like that, but that's I don't not know. the talk of a coach. It's his job right now. Yeah, like exactly. if they'll have me back, I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, well, I mean, the crazy thing is, and I was talking to Max a little bit about this: is you guys are what one game out of out of uh, first place in your division? Yeah, which is like the most devastating fact in the world because and, and that's insane. Like we're it, like not three or four thing. games. We're no, we have no chance of winning our division. In fact, we won't, might not even make the playoffs. But yet, you're one game from from winning your division, making the playoffs, and you're talking about firing your head coach. Yeah, the, one game, one game from potentially hosting a, a playoff game and getting blown out by whoever we end up hosting. <laughs> so I hope so much. I'm. I always cheer for the Eagles. I always cheer for Steeler Eagles uh, Super Bowl. All Pennsylvania, but this year I can. I hope the the Eagles win 
so bad. Like, it would be just like, <laughs> it would just be such like pandemonium in Philadelphia. Like, this is the same guy we wanted to get rid of, but he got our only Super Bowl championship. What do we do? <laughs> Could you imagine him getting? I I don't know how it would never happen, but like him getting fired after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> that would be so. That would I wouldn't be so put Philly. Past him. I would not. Yeah, it would be so Philly. That would be so Philly. Oh God! Say he gets fired though. Who's your Who's your dream candidate? I know you thought Reed? about this. I don't know. <laughs> Andy Reid. <laughs> That's what I felt like this week. I was like thinking. I, I was Reed. thinking back to the glory days of when Andy Reid and McNabb were here, and I was like, Oh my God, that's that's. Terrible. I want to get back to the Eagles in a second, but that's a good point. Uh, Kansas City is doing stuff that, honestly, has almost never been done before. Like they were yeah. one in five, and now they're in the playoffs. Yep, it's happened once in history. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. It's just been. I mean, that's the kind of year it's been in the NFL and fantasy, and I don't know. I was five and one, and I now I'm on the the cusp of being eliminated. So, in my mind, though, the Eagles aren't the same without like a West Coast disciple. I miss that. Don't you miss that? It's yeah. I know. I I don't. Gruden's, I don't miss Gruden's your guy, the, right? Like Gruden's got to be the guy that goes there. Like it's so I, perfect. Like he's an established coach. They'll overpay him. There'll be unrealistic expectations. He brings like a name brand to the Eagles that checks all the boxes. Now you also have the Gruden brothers I, in the same division. That's right. That's exactly the point I was about to bring up. Listen, so Gruden fun. is sitting and and milking his highest paid employee on ESPN paycheck every single week from ESPN. So yeah, I don't he, think he's he does not want to go anywhere. Oh come on, they can keep the seat warm. <laughs> There's no way. Why would you ever want to do that? So much more work. It's ridiculous. It's also so much more money. They give him. They just drive There's the dump that. truck up to his house. <laughs> you think it's more money? All the hooters he can eat. All the hooters. He All the can hooters. Eat. You mean cheesesteaks or something? No, he. No, <laughs> no hooters. <laughs> craziness all right yeah i don't know I, I've, I've got nothing else you've done you've done depressed me about i don't like talking about the eagles right now this is the kind sean of payton me coach? what's up would you take sean payton as your head coach no i don't, I don't think he's good no. i think you know what i have good. heard there, there's one name one name that did float around, and it's kind of like Bill Cow. Jim, Bob Cooter, Jim Bob Cooter. No, no, it's got a name that like you wouldn't. It wouldn't come to the top of the mind for you, for you guys. Um, it, Cooter didn't. Sean McDermott. Oh, God no, him again. Oh, Is he still in Carolina? He's still in Carolina, um, and it's it's the Philly tie. Like he came, he was here. He started here. He was under was Jim Johnson. He was our D coordinator. He got fired by Andy Reid. He was also he was an alumni of my high school. Uh, no less. Did he get fired for for Jose Castillo or Juan he Castillo? Did. Juan Castillo was his replacement. So the <laughs> offensive, he, a defensive coordinator that got replaced by an offensive line coach. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Only to go to Carolina and put together one of the best defenses in the NFL um, for multiple I, years in I, a row. I, so I, it's not fancy related. I don't think anything <laughs> None of this is fancy related. Yeah. So nope. I, gotta, all fair I gotta just shout out to uh, Carolina, only undefeated team. My brother is I don't know why, but he, he loves the, the Panthers. So <laughs> and you know, every week he listens to us and you know, every week he just says 
that we don't talk about Carolina. So it's fair. You know, that, that's that. totally fair. You know, what, it, it's, it's, it's odd. You know, 538 called them the worst 11 and 0 team in history this week or yeah, today. So I, I can well, that's not exactly like a big insult. No, it's not. But I mean, it's, it's just, it's like the team that no one wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. They're 11 and 0. Hey, and no about, one talks about them. We talk about them plenty. I'm like the leader of the Cam Newton fan club. Well, that's because you have Cam Newton. Yeah, and there's a reason why I have him. It's because I believe in him. And I believed in him this year, like when the chips were down. You, I mean, was... you cannot say here in all good faith because you drafted, what, Peyton Manning too? Yep. Yeah, but I also, like, Newton was good value. The second um, I saw he was fine, I, I traded Manning. This That was like week three. Everything that you look at with his offense, you cannot in good faith say that you were confident in him and him and his ability. His number one wide receiver goes down. They got a I don't even know how old Jonathan Stewart is, but a oft injured running back. Their backup up, they split up their uh, double headed monster, two headed monster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's degrees of belief. It's not like I penciled him in for like a top three fantasy quarterback. How many rushing my, touchdowns does he have this year? I think that's the only thing carrying him, honestly. I kind of looked that up. But I, like on draft night, I looked at him. I saw four, like what, three years in the league prior or four. But it was like top five, top five, top five, way, way down. The most time they didn't touch And I just, I saw a bounce back candidate. Four touchdowns. But those four touchdowns aren't even like, long 20-yard scrambles. They're, like, within the one-yard line Yeah, because he's such a big body. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's my favorite player in the league. There's no way that's accurate. Do you know what his that's long what rush is for the season? What? Just take a guess. 15 yards. You're no. not far off. Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, – oh, I didn't get the guess. That was a reception. It was my bad. His long reception is 12. <laughs> So 12 yards. His long run is actually 36, which I guess isn't terrible. That's not bad, but you don't but see a lot of us. Pro Football Reference and their fantasy stat section, his positional rank by year in his career, 3-4-3-17-2. You just got to pencil him into the top five. I think you have to make a mental note, just always draft him. I think he's always going to be valued less than like what he's worth. But not in this league. Just don't. Don't draft him ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. All right. Why don't we uh, just skip ahead to bowl predictions? How do we feel about that? Uh, I feel I, I feel good and bad because my bold prediction is going to be very remnants of wishful thinking uh-huh. predictions that <laughs> we right. did. But well, the let's... girly man gets back to his girly form. And he gets <laughs> over 100 yard rushing and... Three touchdowns. <laughs> oh, man. I think the girly train has left port. Yeah. It's over. It's so disappointing because <laughs> all they do is stack 13 people in the box every freaking time. <laughs> well, you don't think, including uh, like, coaches. Case I mean, beat you downfield when he's throwing to um, Kenny Britt. Yeah, exactly. Is, is Fish on the hot seat? Fish has got to be on the hot seat, right? He's got to be gone. Yes, he, he has photos of somebody. Like, there's. I don't know how he's still a head coach. He it boggles my mind. Like, it boggles my mind. Blackmails my theory. 
Blackmail Blackmail. Yep. But girly man, back to girly form. Hundred yards, three touchdowns. Isn't it weird how teams can I'll be really quick. This is a one sentence thing, but isn't it weird how teams like have an obvious weakness for years and can never fix it? Like the Rams have needed a quarterback for they tried eight years and they've needed a receiver for like eight years and they can't get one. They tried. They tried so hard. They wanted to believe in Foles. How many second round picks have they used on receivers? And like Tavon Austin's just kind of like a weird gadget player. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'd, All right. That was probably disappointing. Go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to, oh man, this is an odd move. I don't know why this, this is what came to my mind when I wanted to make a bold prediction. Um, don't ask me why, but I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to roll with it. And whatever the reaction is, it is. Johnny Manziel gets the start. Johnny Manziel throws for 325 yards. Johnny Manziel throws for two touchdowns, and Johnny Manziel runs for two touchdowns. Holy man. Wow. That's bold. I'll give you that. Basically, Johnny Manziel is going to play an entire game by himself (laughs) and get everything. Touchdowns. I guess a good Bengals defense. That's, uh, That's bold, sir. Yeah, it is. Mark? Oh, geez. I had one. Well, if you, if you, we'll, we'll do a little, let's, let's do a little, uh, build up for you. We'll let, we'll let you think because we never actually went back and looked at last week's bold predictions. Okay. Oh, let's, so let's I have look. them written down. You're, you're bold that I forgot mine. So I got Yeah. So we'll, we'll give you some time. We'll, we'll build up, uh, the tension around your bold predictions. So, um, Max Parker last week, he went with his, go to Carson Palmer being the top quarterback, which I don't think happened. But let's just double check to be sure. It was not. Do you know who it was? Mm, top quarterback? Russell Wilson. It was Russell Wilson, 38.4 points. So Carson Palmer actually did not check in the top 10. Carson Palmer did not check in the top 20. <laughs> 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. Oh, he was 17th. I was close. 17th. So, 17th. Oh, for man. Oh, My, uh, Max's other prediction, since that he, he liked to throw out another one, obviously, because Carson Palmer is his weekly pick. Brock Osweiler was a top three quarterback. Brock Osweiler was not a top three quarterback. Brock Osweiler was not a top 20 quarterback. Brock Osweiler was not a top 22, 24, 26, 28 quarterback. Brock Osweiler was the 29th ranked quarterback on Sunday with 12.4 points. So sorry, Max. Mark. Oh, man. Yours was actually only slightly worse. Jay Cutler, a top three quarterback with 285 yards and four touchdowns. Jay Cutler finished one spot ahead of Brock Osweiler last week with 12.9 points, 200 yards. Hey, he won the game. Love the quarterbacks. Yeah. And you you made a a secondary pick of Alan Hearns with two touchdowns and Aaron Dobson with a touchdown. Nice. Wait a minute. No, that's from two weeks ago. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It was. My bold prediction is say. that I can't I can't remember weeks. So all right, fine, scratch that. 
Thomas Rawls less than five points for Max. That didn't happen. Mark, you said Marcus Mariota would go for four TDs and 254 yards. And he did, no. right? And he did, right? I doubt yeah. it. Uh, I couldn't be bothered to look that up. He might have just missed it. Marcus Mariota. Three hey, touchdowns, two interceptions, 218 yards. Oh, close. Bad. Uh, Devin Funches was a secondary pick for you, Mark. Uh, 80 yards Whoops. and two touchdowns. <laughs> I don't think that happened. Just, he, just, he just missed it. He just missed it. He just missed it. So mine was a little worse. I said uh, this guy would have 157 yards and three touchdowns, and, and that guy just happened to be DeMarco Murray. That didn't happen. Three. I think he had 3.6 points. <laughs> yeah, he might have 3.6 yards or something like that. Ridiculous. Seth, we missed you. We didn't have a bold prediction from you last week, but that's all We'll right. all make up for it by giving you another one. This Go guy has. This guy coming off a 3.6 point week, Uh-oh. one reception for 36 yards. He's going to have a monster, monster week this week. Demarius Thomas oh, no. targeted 12 times. He was targeted 12 times. And you know what? You know what's hard to do? I, I played a little football back in my day, okay? I don't mean to brag here, but I got a little inside <laughs> knowledge, okay? When it's cold out, you know what's hard to do? Catch, Catch the, the ball. ball. <laughs> okay, he's going to play a little place I like to call San Diego. Okay, <laughs> means Wales something that I can't say. <laughs> um, but anyways, we said worse on that show. I think they're going to put a lot of points up, even though uh, Denver's got a really good defense. I think San Diego can do one thing and one thing only, and that's chuck the ball. So high scoring game. Look for Demarius Thomas to. Get, uh, I'm gonna say a 40 freaking point week. He's due 40 didn't points. You say, didn't you just say that two weeks ago? I did, but I was, I was Wrong. lying that Idiot. time. I was, I was just tricking you, uh, <laughs> just tricking everyone. Now, <laughs> tape. See, now he's got Seth, you did. You said Demarius Thomas a 44 point week. Okay, but now he's got Brock <laughs> on his side. So Brock. before he used to have some no name Peyton Manning. But now he's got Brock, okay? Yeah, he brought in too. No, he didn't, <laughs> Mark. Okay. All right, Mark. Okay. Uh, well, you want more time? Cooter. No, I got it. You got it? Yeah. I'm talking up the Cooter ball. Cooter <laughs> ball. That's borderline X rated, I think. I don't know. We'll have to check. Jim Jim Bob's pushing all the right buttons, and I like what they're doing offensively. And I usually hate Thursday games, but I gotta say, like I'm impressed with Cooter. <laughs> I'm impressed with, the and Cooter. I think Cooter. What was, damn fine looking Cooter, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I like Abdullah. I think he's tasty end zone, not once, but twice. Not twice, but thrice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think he keeps trending upward on the ground, which has been his weak spot. Um, supplementary pick from that game. I'll also say Golden Tate has a better game than Calvin Johnson, but I will not elaborate. I like that. Um, also, Carolina plays in New Orleans. I think it's in New Orleans. And it, I'm pretty sure that's a favorable matchup for Carolina, at least offensively. Trap game? So, you calling it? No. Trap game. 
it would be a trap game to call it a trap game. This is not a trap game. Trap game. I, this is the game, Mark. Every single year, there's one of them where an undefeated, yeah, awesome team goes in against a struggling, horrible team, and then they just end up shocking them. No, that's not this one. Trap game. What's that the spread? That was taken care of with uh, Cincinnati and Houston. Although I'll Houston put the spread. It is seven and a half, I think. No, seven. No, it's seven. Good. It's on. It's in the road. Though. saying ten-point favorites. All right, give me, give me ten. Give me ten points, Mark. No, t- I see seven. I'll put it on the board. Seven and a half. Give it to me. Okay, I can give you that. All right, seven and a half. I'll take care. I'll take uh, New Orleans. Ah, over Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, if I was. All right, uh, Newton. I uh, can't be bothered to come up with the, the specifics. I'll say thirty-five fantasy points through some combination of touchdowns and yardage, and then Funches, two touchdowns, eighty-five yards. See, I, I saw this clearly in my mind. I just didn't see the right date. Gotcha. Fair enough. So we'll close with Max, who did not submit a fantasy football-related bowl prediction. So that that's the of course but, not. Why uh, would he? That son he of could. a gun. Let we'll go. Guess. Obviously, Carson Palmer, top quarterback. Of so course, that's, that's top QB. Uh, and a direct quote from from the diva getting his hair cut this evening is oh that the Philadelphia Eagles beat the injured Patriots to shock the world. <laughs> that's bold. That's bold. And that's what we close on. So uh, think about that. Ponder that for the next few days. And if it happens, you, I don't know. Knock on some wood, Max. That's all I can say. Yeah. Or I knock on your head. Need uh, a whole damn forest for that one. To go <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah, that's that's week 12 or week 13 in, in a nutshell, I guess, an hour-long nutshell. So, um, in, enjoy yeah, it. There was some fantasy advice. Some fantasy advice. We tried a little bit. Um, there's actually some discussion. We, we try to get to things. So, I, you know, if it's if you're like us, the few of us on this podcast, and it's you're hanging on a thread here and you need a win to get in, Good luck to you. I hope you do it. If not, it's your fault. You drafted this yeah. team. You, you, uh, you, yeah, you, you yeah. effed up with the waiver us for? <laughs> you know, it's Before all on you. Pointing an accusing finger at four panelists. It's all on you. It's all on you. So well, well. Thanks. Either way, thanks for listening to the fantasy football podcast or fantasy football preview on the fully covered sports podcast. Don't forget to link to us and subscribe on iTunes and check out FullyCoveredSports.com. Peace out.